Our scripture lesson today comes from John 20, verses 1 through 18. Listen to the word of God. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrapped wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrapping lying there, and the cloth that had been wrapped but rolled up in a, a piece by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she saw this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he said the things to her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's dark in here. I mean, not in here, right? Not in this room. It's pretty bright in this room. We've got lovely yellow sunrise behind us. It's very bright in here. But it's dark, you know, in here. I think one of the things that is so interesting about doing these Bible studies with the seasonal teams before we plan the seasons is what pops up for us on every verse. And there's always something that it seems like everybody struggles with. And in this text, what everybody wondered was, why did John go to the tomb, see there was no body, and not understand what was happening? Why did John not understand what was happening? Jesus had told John, I don't know, 300 times that he was going to die and rise from the dead. The thing that they should have expected to see when they got to the tomb was nothing. And yet when they got to the tomb and what they saw was nothing, nobody understood what was happening. Now, I don't know what your children are like, but I don't know. I do this. This happens in my house all the time. I need you to go do, I need you to go put your shoes away. Yes, mom, I understand. 
Five minutes later, I need you to go put your shoes away. Yes, mom, I understand. Five minutes later, do you understand? What did I just tell you to do? Right? Right? Maybe it's not your child, maybe it's your spouse. <laughs> not that that ever happens in our house, to be clear. clear. <laughs> How many times do we see things and we don't understand what they mean? Even when we've been told what they mean, even when we've been told over and over and over again by somebody that trusts, somebody who knows what they're talking about. Jesus said, I will die and I will rise again. And it should have been the one thing that they expected to see in the tomb. Now, way back in seminary, I got into an argument with one of my friends about the resurrection. She, was, um, she grew up Unitarian Universalist, which is a really interesting religion. You should look into it sometime. But um, she, she wanted me, the seminarian, to explain to her the mechanics of the resurrection. Like, what happened? Jesus died. I got, we're on the, well, I'm on board with that. Jesus died. He went into the tomb. They rolled the tomb away. What happens on Friday and Saturday? Where does, what happens? Where does Jesus go? Is Jesus asleep in the tomb? Did Jesus go somewhere? Like, did he go on a trip? Was this like a senior trip situation? Like senior skip day? Um, what happened to Jesus between Friday and Sunday? And I said, Maggie, I don't have any idea. I don't have any idea, right? The Bible doesn't tell us. And the only person who knows what happened in the tomb was Jesus, and Jesus is not telling us. It's a secret between Jesus and God. And Mar Maggie said, well, I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't like that. I don't know how you can believe in something when you don't understand how it, the mechanics of it. And I should mention Maggie's a lawyer. And so uh, she had more questions, obviously. And I said, I don't know, Maggie. It's just something that I believe. It's just something I have to take on faith. Jesus did not come down from heaven and sit and say to me, Liz, this is what I did. It's a secret. Shh. And Mackie said, so you just got to like have faith? Yeah, Maggie. Maggie, I can't logic you into faith, is what I said. She just looked at me and sort of thought about that for a minute and then went, Okay. And now Maggie's 30-something years old and a law very successful lawyer and married to a Catholic and sends her kids to Catholic school. So I don't know how the spirit works, right? I don't know how the spirit works. I don't know what Jesus did in the tomb. I don't know how this process worked. Jesus died, Jesus rose again, and all I can do is say that it happened. All I can do is say that I take it on faith that it happened because I've seen Jesus at work in lives. I've seen Jesus at work, and so I believe that it happened. And I can't logic you into faith. I'd love to. I'd love to stand up here and give you a 10-point plan. This is what happened, and if you just follow this 10-point plan, I promise you that this is, you know, whatever. But faith is a gift. It's just something we have to take at face value. Now, one of our problems is that we like to make God the size of a person. And it's hard because Jesus came in human form, and so we have this hard place of, like, Jesus was human but also divine, and we can't understand it. And I don't think we're supposed to. The disciples didn't understand it. They saw the body. They went to the tomb. They believed, but they did not understand. 
We try to put God in our box. This is the God I can believe in, the God that fits in my box, the one that I can carry around, the one that I can understand, the one that makes logical sense to me. And I'm here to tell you that God does not stay in a box. If Jesus died and Jesus was sealed in a tomb and a rock was rolled over that tomb and Jesus did whatever Jesus did on those two days and then rose again, Jesus is not staying in your box. In fact, Jesus has already taken the lid off of your box and gone somewhere else. Jesus does not stay where we put the body. Jesus does not stay within our frame of whatever God is supposed to be, however we think God is supposed to act in the world, and that may make you uncomfortable. It may not hear like good news. Good news to you may be a God that you think that you can control or that you can understand or that you know exactly what God's going to do. As long as God fits in my box, then I can keep him. I can believe in the God of logic. I can believe in the God that I can understand. And that is not good news. Because we are so limited as human creatures in our imagination. Children who are supposed to be imagination factories had a hard time with a marshmallow, right? And as adults who lose the ability to imagine as we get older, which is a shame, have an even harder time imagining a God who is as awesome as our God is. God will not live in your box. God will not stay in the tomb in which you put God. God will not stay in the darkness any longer. And so that, my friends, is good news. Because you don't have to stay in the tomb either. You don't have to be limited by the God that you can understand. You can be free to say, I believe, but I don't understand. The Apostle Paul says that in his writings. Lord, I believe. Help me in my unbelief. So I invite you to understand, to accept, to believe that the God who is bigger than your imagination, the God who dies and rises again, the guy who defies logic, rose for you, opens your tomb, lets you out, and the fact that we can't hold on to that God is a good thing, and it's amazing and wonderful, and that is the God that we celebrate. And so even though I went to seminary and spent three years studying all there is to know about God and read the Bible every day and supposed to stand up here and tell you who God is and how God works, I'm telling you that it's about believing where you cannot see. If we can only believe in the God we can control, then that is sad news. So open the door, let yourself out of the tomb, and believe. You may never understand, but you can believe. Amen.